G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Hi, it's Neil Johnson. Welcome to another 2020 podcast from the Vision Radio Network. Remember, you can hear 2020 weekdays from 10am Australian Eastern Standard Time on Vision. Our children's lives are immersed in technology. Their music, their social schedule, their schoolwork, games and daily interactions rely on it. It's not that long ago that we as parents could limit our kids' exposure to the internet, guiding them through the information they found and protecting them from predators, bullying and pornography. But the goalposts have moved. Devices are portable and access is possible 24-7. We're talking today to the co-author of a book that will help parents. It's called Cyber Parenting. Simone Boswell and her husband James are the authors of Cyber Parenting and Simone is joining us to talk about understanding how to help our kids navigate their cyber world. Simone, welcome to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Lovely to be here. Simone, great to talk to you about your particular parenting book because it's got a a great modern uh, sophistication about the title because here we are as parents all in this cyber age, this technology age, and things have changed from what perhaps you were raised in and uh, and the uh, the family that I was raised in. They certainly have, and I think when we had our first child 19 and a half years ago, we had no idea that one day we were going to have to be thinking about these kinds of things. And, of course, technology is having a huge impact, and we're still letting the dust settle on how we actually handle it all. You're actually setting out to help parents deal with being a parent in this age of technology. That's right, and it's changing so rapidly. Every time we parents kind of catch up with the latest technology, it's already been and gone. Simone, tell me about your book. It's called Cyber Parenting, and you are very determinedly set out to cover the bases that parents need to know about this age of technology. How does your book work? Well, we've been looking at, we're we're in the middle of teenagers ourselves and we're doing driving lessons. We wanted to uh, draw an analogy between parenting in the technological age and driving lessons with our kids. Uh, There's a lot of stuff out there about cyber safety. Lots of schools run cyber safety um, nights and they get the local police to come in and talk about things. And so there's a sense of parents wanting to be safe. But we felt that there was a bit of a gap and that parents needed to think about actually parenting in preparation for the technological world rather than just kind of putting locks on doors. And that's kind of how we got onto um, the idea of our book. So we're looking at, if you were teaching your kid to drive, you don't just put seatbelts on them and give them the keys and let them drive away. You actually spend time preparing the ground and teaching them a whole lot of things, not just about how to drive a car, but how to act properly on the road with other road users. And that's kind of how we've set our book out. And James, your husband, spent 30 years in information and communication technology. And so he's obviously been very adept at being able to talk about what sort of foundations need to be laid. 
That's right. He's very involved in technological innovation, uh, so patenting um, new gadgets and really in the nuts and bolts of what's new and what's how fast it's all moving. He's way beyond me in that department, that's for sure. Now, what would we need to know about this technological change that we're going through? And look, all of us have some degree of understanding about what's changing because we're using the technology ourselves. Mm. What's the big issue with children being exposed to this technology and all of a sudden having instant access to things that we perhaps have grown up and learned how to deal with? Mm. Uh, I think we can't really keep up we can't expect to be on top of it but we can understand that some things are the same even though the technologies change our hearts are the same and uh, in the writer ecclesiastes says there's nothing new under the sun Um, in some ways you think well he's crazy he doesn't he hasn't come across the 21st century but in other ways our hearts are still the same so we are drawn to making poor choices and poor decisions and leading others down the wrong track because our our human nature takes us that way. So as parents, we need to understand that our kids are born like this as well. And and if we're going to give them unlimited access to technology before they're mature enough to handle that, then they may not be making good choices. And we have a responsibility as Christian parents to uh, watch over our children and protect them and teach them how they're going to manage Um, this world that we live in and this access that we have. So what would be a part of your plan? And I love your analogy, the illustration of driving a car and and talking about the owner's manual or, uh, you know, and I've got teenagers too and you go through the road rules before Mm. you actually let them loose on the road. Uh, so, So is this the sort of thing you're talking about, not exposing your children to actually working the technology too early, making sure they understand what the dangers are, how it all works before they're actually let loose. There's an element of that, but these days there are baby baby iPads. <laughs> so there are many parents giving their babies and toddlers iPads and iPhones to play with, and there's no way that they can understand uh, what, what's happening ahead. So the parents need to take that responsibility on, certainly, um, and, and prepare the ground. But it's more than understanding the rules of technology. There's also there's a whole lot of heart training that we do as parents outside of technology, before technology even came on the scene. We teach our kids um, how to be kind to other people. We teach our kids to show respect to other people. We teach them to put other people first. We teach them to be humble. We teach them about things like self-control and time management and contentment. And all of those things that we teach them in other areas of life, we need to help them learn as they manage technology. So helping them to understand how to put others first when they're interacting online. Uh, how to have some self-control and not express feelings online, Uh, how to be content with what we have rather than wanting the next latest and greatest thing. And, of course, as parents, we don't always understand how to articulate and communicate those things. That's why having a book uh, at the standby is actually a very useful thing for parents who are looking to be a good influence on how their children are developing that character that you're talking about. Yes, we've littered the book with lots of stories. Um, Most of them are based on real stories, people that we know. Um, Some of them are real stories and we've we've got people's names there who've offered some stories and some of them we've changed the names to protect people. But lots of stories to help people uh, visualise what things look like, um, both the good and the bad of how you can put things into practice. And we've raised lots of questions. So the end of every chapter has some reflective questions to help parents kind of assess, well, where am I with this? Have I thought about this? What, 
where are each of my children up to in regards to this particular area? What can I do to help this along? What, what changes can I make? Let's come back and talk some more shortly. Simone Boswell is our guest. She and her husband, James, are the authors of a book called Cyber Parenting. Uh, Simone, I'd love to talk to you some more about how to handle uh, some of these new frontiers that confront our children today. And usually we talk about things like access to pornography, but it's all about cyberbullying these days and also the new and less talked about issue of online gaming that's certainly got its hooks into many of our teenagers. Mm. We'll come back and talk some more shortly. You're listening to the 2020 podcast from the Vision Radio Network. We're back talking about the book called Cyber Parenting. Our children's lives are immersed in technology and the goalposts have moved. Devices are portable and access is possible 24-7. Our guest is the author of the book called Cyber Parenting. Her name is Simone Boswell. Simone, your book is set out like a manual for learning how to drive a car. You take a systematic, common-sense approach... So what are the biggest dangers that you identify that children face when they're immersed in the internet? Well, the big four that we've raised specifically uh, is social media, gaming, cyberbullying and pornography. And so those four are the ones that most parents are having difficulty with in training their children in, in an ability to be able to say no to the bad side of that. That's right. And, and each of those areas... Children get caught up with other people and uh, relationships uh, can be damaged quite easily because children are often not mature enough to handle the conversation that arises within each of those four categories Um, and sometimes not just the conversation but the images and the path that can lead kids down. It's very hard to get out of once they're in it. Now, in your book, you talk about these topics under a title, Defensive Driving. And as we've been talking about, uh, the manual on how to drive a car, uh, the defensive driving course actually involves a whole lot of situations coming your way and then as the driver knowing how to respond. So when you talk about uh, handling social media issues, uh, cyberbullying, gaming and easy access to pornography, these are the sorts of Uh, things that are likely to come out of the blue that we need to be able to train our teenagers how to handle. We do, and we also need to train ourselves as parents. Uh, It's very easy for us, because if if it's not something that we're into, to forget that it's very easy for our children to get caught up in these worlds over and beyond what's healthy. If we don't prepare ourselves to manage that, then how can we prepare our kids to manage that? Lots of parents hand over personal devices to their kids at quite young ages, And they don't really consider that each of these four areas, um, that their children are going to be very susceptible to getting caught caught up in each of these. They hand over a device and they, they think that their kids are just going to play Angry Birds or Minecraft and that's going to be the end of it. But actually we need to be prepared for how we're going to set up Um, the next few years with our kids and how they're going to handle each of those areas and how we're going to train them through it. Even if we've got a good plan to be able to manage those things and to train our children, there's always the peer pressure that comes from the schoolyard, uh, from friends after school or those sleepovers. How do you actually help children handle the peer pressure uh, in each of those sorts of areas? Absolutely. I think we go to, to understand the answer to that question, we almost need to go back to the previous section and the driving lessons. Part of our responsibility as parents is laying a foundation of character, moral character, 
and helping our children to make decisions based uh, within a biblical worldview. So giving them a foundation of scripture, a foundation of their identity in Christ and their identity in our family as a valued member of our family so that they're not called outside of that to find an identity, that they have one already and that's part of our uh, training as parents to build good character foundations and good um, secure identity so that when our children do, and we've certainly had in our family when they've been at somebody else's house and something's popped up, the children have a foundation on which to make uh, a choice about what they can do, um, go this way or go that way. And they're not always going to make the best choice, but if we don't give them that foundation, then uh, we've taken away their ability to choose because they'll just go with the flow. Coming back to your analogy about driving a car and uh, starting with you know the first section, the owner's manual, and dealing with this technological change, and as a parent providing the driving lessons for your children when it comes to this new technology and this cyber world that we live in, uh, growing character and building worldview. Uh, the third section, defensive driving, when it comes to where the rubber hits the road, and these things are likely to come up in front of us. I love that you've got a fourth section in your book uh, that's called Seatbelts and Airbags. Uh, tell me what is the significance of understanding the seatbelts and airbags that need to be protecting us when it comes to this new technology and this cyber world we live in? and airbags, that's really the cyber safety side of cyber parenting. So that's where your school will often offer uh, you know, a parent information night and they'll talk to you about filters. What filters are good, whether it's net nanny or cyber safety or there's a, uh, any number of filters that you can put on your devices individually or on your modems coming into your house and they're going to protect kids from clicking into areas that you've designated are no-go areas. So that's we see that as kind of seatbelts and airbags. If that's the only kind of cyber parenting that you do, um, it's going to be fairly limited. And there are pretty cluey kids out there that can get around filters and things. So we, we want to put those things on because we don't want our young children stumbling accidentally. Um, so they're very, very important. We just don't want parents to rely on seatbelts and airbags as their only way of cyber parenting because they're really um, stopping short of what we're called to do as parents. So that's not the only thing you have to do. Uh, just getting a filter on your internet isn't the only answer. Uh, just having passwords is not the only answer unless your children have the character that's strong enough to say no to some of the bad things on the internet. Uh, we're actually not going the whole way. Yeah, we agree with that. We, we think seatbelts and airbags are essential. I wouldn't drive my car without a seatbelt on because I know that anything can happen. Um, and I wouldn't let my kids loose on the internet without filters and password locks and all kinds of things in our computers that are going to give that, that extra level of protection. But again, if that's the only thing I do, then I haven't really prepared my kids to live in a world of technology. I've just prevented them, um, you know, I've just put locks on the doors and that's, that's just not enough. Simone, just quickly, uh, if you start to impose limits on your teenager when it comes to the internet, uh, you run the risk of being seen as the big bad ogre, uh, big bad mum and dad. But there is a sense, isn't there, that uh, you're not there to be your children's best friends. But in situations like this where their personal uh, mental health, physical health uh, through their life is actually your responsibility, being a parent isn't, isn't always being friendly. I agree totally. So if you've, 
if you've got teenagers and you think, you know, I haven't really done anything up to this point and I don't know what my kids are getting up to, I think you can start with your seatbelts and airbags, you can put your passwords and your filters on, but then you need to have a lot of conversation with your kids. You need to talk about them, you need to help them understand and analyse and discern and appreciate um, what you're doing and why you're doing it. We don't believe in being secretive. We don't believe in snooping behind kids' backs. Um, any kind of uh, watching over supervision of our kids should be done up front so that they know that you can look into their history at any time. You know, They know that you're going to look at their conversation online and just have an idea of where they're going and, and helping them to steer them in the right direction. But if you've started a bit late, I don't think it's too late. I just think that you need to be prepared to spend a lot of time in conversation with your kids. Simone Boswell and her husband James are the authors of the book called Cyber Parenting. And I'll tell you where you can get a hold of it. You can go online at the CEP store. That stands for Christian Education Publications. It's www.cepstore.com.au. Simone, I'm sure it's going to be a bestseller. Thanks so much for sharing these things with us today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. It's been a pleasure. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.